Hello and welcome to Cooking with Chelsea. Yes, this is finally happening. For today's episode, I want to share with you why I went vegan and gluten-free. I think it's so important for you to understand my journey so you know why this cooking journey has been so important to me, so personal to me, and why we're here. Uh, throughout Cooking with Chelsea, there will be episodes where I am sharing with you dishes, nutritional facts, and just some of the best practices that I've learned along my journey. Um, I continue to learn, and so I'm looking forward to learning from you all. But let me tell you why I went vegan and gluten-free. My journey actually starts about 15 years ago. I remember being in middle school and I would have these excruciating headaches and stomach pains and I would end up at the doctors um, and specialists and it came, maybe she's under a lot of stress. Uh, fast forward to college and that was one of the biggest moments of, of, of my health journey that I vividly remember. Uh, I was preparing to go overseas to study abroad in Belgium and I began having some just crazy symptoms. Um, my stool was black, there was blood in my stool, and the doctors thought that either I had Crohn's disease or colon cancer, and they had scheduled a colonoscopy and endoscopy immediately. And so here I am, a 19, 20 year old, and just hearing those potential diagnoses just brought upon this heaviness. Um, and I mean, I remember it, it was just like, oh my gosh. And one of the themes that has been reoccurring throughout my health journey has been, why me? Like, why me? Why me? Um, and I wish I had all those answers, but I don't. And so with that, they did both of those tests and no colon cancer, no Crohn's disease. They provided me with some medication, so I was able to go abroad and for the most part, enjoy my trip there in Belgium and traveling um, to nine other, nine other countries while I was there. Yet, that was not the end. There was clearly something wrong and we just hadn't figured it out. So, fast forward to being here in Virginia. I was still having symptoms and pains throughout college um, in my early adult years, it, it was still there. Um, but when I moved here, it became even more painful and just excruciating. So much so the nausea was just unbearable. It started out where the nausea would be at night and it was coupled with my insomnia. So we thought that they were linked together. I tried four different classes of medication, of insomnia medications, none of them worked. Um, but when the nausea began to happen throughout the day and last throughout the day, my PCP who was, you know, looking for the answers, looking for the solutions. Um, and so he sent me to a gastroenterologist. And so there, you know, began a new set of tests. Um, we had already ruled out celiac disease and Crohn's disease, uh, yet I had to undergo another colonoscopy, endoscopy, and... I was just beginning to be in this place of just nervous, um, overwhelmed, unsure. Again, like, why me? Why is this happening? I can remember one month where the nausea was just straight. I would wake up, I would go to sleep. And I remember telling some of my friends and they were like, Chelsea, 
maybe you're pregnant. And so, of course, I did the, the normal. I took the pregnancy test, which I knew that I probably was not pregnant because I've been on birth control and I take my birth control continuously. And one of the reasons is because over the past three years, we've learned that many of my uh, female issues was because I have adenomyosis, which is a very rare form of endometriosis. And so the only cure for it is um, hysterectomy. Um, the only way it can be confirmed is uh, pathologically, and that is a hysterectomy. And so, but all the signs point to it. I had my first surgery um, two years ago, and it was because, you know, we, we thought that there were fibroids and different things in there. Um, but when they were not inside the cavity, uh, my um, doctor at the time was able to narrow it down and say, your symptoms lead to adenomyosis. All of this is happening and some of this is happening at the same time. Um, when the colonoscopy and endoscopy came back clean, you know, no issues. I was put on an acid reflux medicine. That acid reflux medicine was supposed to be for three months, y'all. But because I wasn't in any pain, because the nausea went away, I ended up staying on that medication for almost a year. And the reason why that became an issue is because while I was on the medication, I was supposed to go get some blood work done to figure out what else was going on. So fast forward a year, I finally decided, let me go get this blood work done. Um, the blood work comes back and I have an egg allergy, an egg white allergy to be specific. And so I was told, eliminate eggs and you know go off your medication the acid reflux medicine that i had been on and you should be fine so the first week it was it was okay at the end of the second week it was like oh my gosh something else is wrong with me besides having an egg white allergy and my husband said that from the beginning he was like i think it's something else but we went along with the process and so i ended up being um, referred to a allergist and went to an allergist and, and that day was really the catalyst of my journey of becoming the CEO of my health. And I say that because I went to the allergist, they pricked me over a hundred times in my back, no allergies. Then they did the intro dermal thing on my arm, about 20 of those, which was very painful um, for me at least, no allergies. I remember the allergist coming into the testing room, sitting down next to me and saying, Chelsea, I know this is frustrating and I wish I had more answers for you. And so we went back to you know her office and it was, I'm not sure what's wrong with you, but it may be IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. And so I think that you should try the low FODMAP diet. I had never heard of such a diet. I remember when she brought me that sheet and I thought that it was absolutely like impossible. I was like, hold up. <laughs> I've already been trying this whole vegan thing because of the egg allergy. And you know, this was like week three or so. Um, but not being able to eat, it was a long list of fruits, vegetables. Um, it was a lot. And the basis of it is that my gut has a hard time breaking down different types of sugars. Well, I also learned the correlation between a leaky gut and endometriosis, adenomyosis, and how all these things became um, in some ways entangled and correlated because I began doing research and I saw this Instagram post that talked about it. 
And it got me to this place where I said, I'm going to be the CEO of my health. I may not know everything. Um, I may not have all the answers right now, but I have to have this knowing on the inside of me that there are things I can do and that there is a path forward. And so here I am, I'm gluten, I'm vegan, I'm gluten free, <laughs> I'm vegan. I tried uh, and I continue to try just different combinations of food. And so I'm learning my body. And I encourage you as you join me for these cooking videos, for these nutritional tips, we'll have special guests at times, that you remember that this journey is about you. This is about your body and what your body needs. Some of you may be vegan, but you're not gluten-free. Some of you may be gluten-free, but you're not vegan. Some of you just may want healthier options, and you're gonna try a few of the dishes that I share with you all. And that is okay. I'm not here to share that everyone should go vegan, but I am here to share that I do think that as Americans, we should consume more vegetables, that we should be drinking more water, and that we should really look and aim to live healthy lives. You know, for us to be able to fulfill purpose, we have to be healthy. And it's not just physically, I've also had to make dramatic changes with my lifestyle in general, sleeping, um, even social media. Um, I'm now in therapy and been for several months because my mental and emotional well-being was also a part of my body healing. And I share with you very transparently, I am not where I want to be. You know, overall, my days, I feel better probably about 90% of the time, but there are still struggles. There are still days where, you know what? I didn't really watch the combination of the sugars. Um, and even though I ate a whole bunch of vegetables and I had some onion and garlic, um, my stomach's not happy with me. Uh, my body's not happy with me. And so I'm learning more and more about my body. I'm saying that as the CEO of my health, that I'm gonna pivot, I'm gonna learn, but I'm gonna stay in this mindset of knowing that I have options and that I'm in control. And so I encourage you to begin to think about where your mindset is. I also encourage you, as you join me along this journey, to share what you know, share your experiences, share how you want to grow. I want this to be a community where we truly say, I'm the CEO of my health and I am fulfilling purpose. So if you haven't already, be sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel, turn on the notifications so that you see when new recipes are dropped. Uh, you'll be able to see the videos on YouTube as well as the exact recipes on my website. I've been working on them, perfecting them. They are truly Chelsea's recipes and I am thrilled to be able to share them with you. And if you haven't heard, I actually contributed to a devotional, which will be released in February, uh, where I share part of my health journey and the struggle and how I've struggled with hope. So you can also pre-order a signed copy on my website at lifewithchelsea.com and get ready y'all for just an amazing time together as we cook, we learn, we grow, we do all those amazing things so that we can fulfill God's purpose for our lives. See you next time.